beyond the 50? We'll have a big one for 50. Okay, interesting. Um, how are you? So good. Have you warmed up? I'm always so good. Good. Genuinely. I haven't warmed up yet, but my God, it was cold all the weekend, wasn't Beast it? from the East 2 was, I think, bigger than Beast from the East 1. Oh, God. <laughs> you, I honestly think you are turning into, like, a 45-year-old. Well, it's now interesting. You've got, now you've got a job. I know. It's, it, I think it is the office culture. I find myself right. more and more walking in and going, oh, the weather was bad at the weekend, wasn't it, oh. to my colleagues. And I'm thinking, I am turning into my mum. Yeah. And, like, my mum is always like, what, well, it was windy today. And then now I get home, it's like, gosh, why not windy today? I shouldn't be talking about this. I'm no, a 20 year old I don't, man. no, I don't think you should really. No, but it was cold. You should be talking about Leo Vegas. Leo Vegas and booze and gambling. Yeah. Mm, more of that. Mm. Um, we won. A great win as well. A useful win. That? Yeah, let's talk a about it. A useful win, I like that. Yeah, it was. It was useful. Is I every thought, win useful? Um, yeah, but some are more useful than others. Okay, I, like I, I thought at the weekend it was more useful than others. Yeah. Um, Okay, so I'm really pleased to welcome Jay from Fans Bet along to the TNC podcast. Now, as you guys all know, we are now in partnership with Fans Bet. It's in a really exciting time for TNC and also Fans Bet as well. Um, now, you all guys all know about the standard bookmakers. Fans Bet are a little different. Jay, tell me all about it. Yeah, definitely. Um, we at Fans Bet do believe it's about time that fans got something back. Um, and fans who bet with us will keep their money alive for longer. And that's sort of the biggest difference between us and your standard bookmakers. Um, like any bookmaker, if you place a bet with us, if it's a winning bet, congratulations. Take your money, withdraw it, continue to bet. That's absolutely fine. Where it gets really interesting is if you have a non-winning bet. So if you place a non-winning bet with us at FansBet, 50% of the net profit of that bet will go back to a supporter group that you've assigned yourself to. So in this case, obviously, we're delighted to be in partnership with Talk Norwich City. Um, so this is for all you Norwich fans out there. Register with us at FansBet. Select Norwich as your club. It then gives you the option to pick a sub-branch. Obviously, we'd like you to select Talk Norwich City. That then tells us where you'd like your revenue to go. And I know, Jack, you've got some sort of ideas around sort of the revenue coming back to you, what you'd like to see it go towards. Yeah, definitely. And I think uh, when we sort of started speaking about this um, this deal a, a few months back now, and you made it clear that this is essentially for, for the consumer a win-win. If you win your bet, happy days, you, you, you take your money and you go. Yeah. If you lose, the money goes back into the club to hopefully help with sort of fan initiatives. And the good thing with this is it's completely transparent. So whatever Absolutely. money comes yeah. to me... I will have to show what I'm spending that on. So I think the brilliant thing with this is, is the viewers can essentially decide where this money goes, whether that's on flags, whether that can be um, taking some, some um, travel to away games down. The fans can essentially pick where their money goes and hopefully will help them out. Yeah, and it gives them some control. Um, and like you said, it can make them take ownership of where that money goes. Yeah, and all of the sort of terms and conditions and all of the nitty-gritty parts can be found on your website. Um, what I want to really discuss as well for the Talk Norris City viewers is we've got some exciting things lined up, haven't we, in terms of fantasy football, some enhanced yeah. bets down the line. Talk me through that. Yeah, so first of all, we'll start with sort of the fantasy football product. Um, we are going to be launching a Talk Norris City Fantasy League, which will be launching on Friday the 30th of March, Good Friday. Um, and, it will for Easter. <laughs> and it will run for eight games through to the end of the season. Um, and I know you've got a nice little prize lined up for the winner of that league. Indeed. Uh, we'll uh, get, uh, more, more of that coming soon. Wait and see. Ah, surprise. Indeed. Um, 
And then, like Jack said, we are going to be running some special bets for you guys. Um, we're going to be running the Talk Norwich City Perfect Weekend. Um, now, that doesn't mean Jack just gets to see Norwich win and then keep warm. Uh, what we'll be doing is, so Friday the 30th of March, that game weekend, we'll have Norwich to beat Fulham. That would be nice. Ipswich to lose to Birmingham. I'm sure all your followers would agree with that one. And we'd like to open it up to the Talk Norwich City audience to come up with a third team to put into that bet and who you'd like to lose, which will really make that weekend a good one for yourselves. Yeah, definitely. And I'm sure, as a lot of YouTubers do, they get approached by a lot of companies. What really made me this stand out to me is the fact this fantasy football is championship football, isn't it? There's very few um, options on the internet to be able to play championship football. You can put James Madison if you, in if you want. You can put Angus Gunn in if you want. That's going to already appeal to Norwich fans. Yeah, absolutely right, Jack. You can go on, you'll be picking a team of the players that you're fortunate enough to watch week in, week in. Like you said, Madison's been flying at the moment. You know, that's been helped by the fact you've been given some very nice penalty decisions in recent games. <laughs> we won't talk about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you get to pick a team from Norwich, the Championship, and you can compete against other Talk Norwich City fans for a nice little prize which Jack will reveal later. Indeed. So essentially, the good thing for you guys is if you lose your money, it goes back into a good cause. We can decide that throughout the yeah. season. It's all transparent. You know your money going to be going into the right places and also along the line you guys can essentially be picking what bets you make the uh, perfect weekend bets as, as jay talked about there we can decide different ones throughout the whole of the season the guys at fans bet are very flexible in terms of what you guys want so jay this is a good opportunity for norwich fans if they do want to bet to make it even better with you guys exactly and that's what it's about it's about fans it's about the experience of fans whether that's putting on their little £5 accumulator at the weekend, whether they're putting on bets for Madison to score first, Pinto to pop up with a last-minute equaliser, those sorts of things. But like you said, betting with us gives you the opportunity for your money to stay alive for longer. Um, and also, you can see that money going to great causes and you have some control around what those causes are. Brilliant. Thanks very much, Joe. Thank you. The NC Podcast. Now, before we get started, it is a good week of the podcast. Me and Chris have a lot to talk about. Um, just a quick public service announcement. Now, as you've probably seen from the intro, hey, what's going down, guys? Talk to City here, back for another week of the TNC podcast. I hope you're all doing fantastically well. Now, before we get into the podcast, and it is a good one this week, um, I've just got a public service announcement to make. And as you've probably seen from the intro and also the logo in the top of this screen, we do have a new sponsor. They go by the name of Fansbet. Now, Fansbet is a online bookmaker. Um, and also fantasy football provider. They do championship fantasy football, which is going to be really, really cool for us going forwards. You may remember we've done some stuff with their sister company last year. Um, as well as that, they are a bookmaker, but they're a little different, and I didn't want to drop this out of nowhere. I know that gambling companies sometimes get a bad rep. This isn't, though, to get new people involved in gambling. If you don't like gambling, the videos aren't going to change. There's just going to be a logo at the top of the screen. Um, this is for the people who maybe put on a £5 accumulator here and there, or maybe like fantasy football and want to flutter on that. I've introduced Jay Ryan, who's the operations manager from Fans Bet Along, to talk about what they do and hopefully get you guys on board a little bit. Here's Jay. Here's going now, guys. Talking to City here, back for another week of the TNC podcast. And Chris, 
We are fast approaching episode number 50. That's nearly a year. How many episodes until 50, by the way? This is number 47. So, in theory, we could have a big one for number 50. We could. In theory. We could. We could. We shall see. And if we don't have a big one for 50, I'm sure we will make it. Oh, no, we will, we will have a big one for 50. But will it be on the 50? We'll have a big one for 50. Okay, interesting. Um, how are you? So good. Have you warmed up? I'm always so good. Good. Genuinely. Uh, have I warmed up? Yeah, but my God, it was cold all weekend, wasn't Beast it? Bees from the East 2 was, I think, bigger than Bees from the East 1. <laughs> oh, God. You, I honestly think you are turning into like a 45-year-old. Well, it's now interesting. You've got, now you've got a job. I know. It's. It, I think it is the office culture. I find myself right. more and more walking in and going... Weather was bad at weekends, wasn't it? Oh. To my colleagues, and I'm thinking I am turning into my mum. Yeah, and like my mum is always like, "What? Well, it was windy today." And then now I get home, it's like, "God, why not windy today?" I shouldn't be talking about this. I'm no, I don't, no, I don't think you should really. No, but it was cold. You should be talking about Leo Vegas, Leo Vegas, and booze and gambling. Yeah, mm, more of that. Mm. Um, we won. Great win as well. Should A we useful win. That? Yeah, let's talk. A about useful it. win. I like that. Yeah, it was. It was useful. Is every win useful? Um, yeah, but some are more useful than others. Okay, well, I, I thought okay. at the weekend it was more useful than others. Yeah. Um, because I think that you started to see a wee bit more of the balance. Yeah. Um, the Or at least the balance opportunity. Yeah. Um, the latent potential. Um, of, You've of been reading team. too many books, Chris. Um you know, these no, words no, 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 there there is, there is, there is. There's, you know, there is a lot of latent potential in this neuroscience. What does side. that mean? It means basically everyone's got latent potential, okay, and certain <laughs> people have more latent potential than others. But what is latent I. potential? I.e., <laughs> Mario Vrancic has probably more latent potential than others. However, at the weekend, I felt like he fulfilled that. Mm. And, and so, what does the word latent mean? It's basically like everyone's lazy. And okay. no one likes it. Basically, it's, it's a posh word for lazy. Search okay. it. Lazy. Is this some kind of business term that you like to use in your coffee morning uh, networking events? No comment. You stink of a coffee morning networking event. I love a coffee morning. You do, don't you? Yeah, I, I do. bet the word latent potential gets chucked around like nobody's Yeah, business. absolutely fine. Um, but Vranchich, Mario Vranchich. Yeah, he was good, wasn't he? And I need to press this home. I said it in my, um, my post-match um, interview with you, Jack. I was really, honestly, mm. dead impressed with Mario. And... Um, I thought his three balls were genuinely sublime. I disagree with the fact that he's been like it all season because I don't think he has. No. Um, I disagree with the fact that you know Daniel Farker's played him out of position because I don't think he has, really. I just think that he... It wasn't just Mario, actually. I think there was a few players on the pitch that played with so much more freedom yeah. and confidence. And you could tell... That into that first half, it was relaxed almost. Mm. It was like we're just going to play our football. We're going to go at them and and make things happen. Yeah. You saw even you know, you didn't think Josh played that well. I thought in the no, first I thought half he played very well. I said that. Okay, well in the first half, I thought Josh was very good. Yeah, and Hernandez as well. Um, well Hernandez was excellent. But, but yeah, I thought you know th- those three and of, of course Madison again as well. I thought the confidence was was yeah. very evident and. Um, I'm very, very excited for Tommy T to come in, for for us to be able to hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, unleash this potential in this side, which is attacking, not mm. defensive. I mean, you speak there about confidence, and I and I agree, and it's interesting because one of Daniel Farker or the criticisms towards Daniel Farker this season has often been: is his man management that great? Um, does he instill mm. confidence in players? I would say to be able to put a group of players out there who look very high on confidence after. 
I don't think before um, Saturday's win we'd won since early February so it had been about six mm. weeks without a win that's a long while in the championship impressive from Daniel Farker yeah I, I said it in my EDP article a couple of weeks ago this is the Daniel Farker time in my opinion mm. this is where you know the, the cream will rise to the top I, I, I do I, I think you know Daniel Farker now has to motivate a team that arguably have nothing to be motivated for yeah. except for themselves yeah um, to win a new contract, mm. to play for the club next season if they've been slightly behind, um, it's you know it's, it's quite a fun time to support Norwich and watch Norwich. But I do definitely think that now you will um, see the true Daniel Farker over the next few games. Um, and as I said again in my post-match reaction, really looking forward to that not being that excuse of oh there's loads of injuries. Yeah. Um, because I do believe that earlier on in the season when we did have a fully fit mm. side, it didn't work out mm. still. So I'm looking forward to that not being an excuse. And I'm looking forward to finishing the season on a high. I think what fans have spoken about a lot this season, probably right in some positions, is a slight lack of depth in the squad. But the fact that we had, we've had, we got Leitner out injured, um, Tribal out injured... Certainly up front there's a lack of depth. Yeah, I, I was thinking to say it. it probably... And as but we saw with Dennis Sabreni, with, 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 um, with Mario Vrancic, although we've criticised him this season, we've both said there's a footballer in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. We could mm-hmm. see that key part. Agreed, agreed. It felt just like he didn't have the tempo for the championship Agreed. and that's slowly coming. With Dennis Sabreni, I love him, but I don't see something in there that will mean he will score 10 goals a season. I don't think mm. he's quick enough. I don't yeah. think he's strong enough. Although he did win a few flick-ons, which was nice to see. Yeah, yeah. And at times his touch was sublime. But you still look at it and go, I'm not sure what element of his game is going to get us goals. Okay, well, I'll, be, I'll try to be a wee bit more subjective about it because I do think after the game... We were quite harsh yeah. on him, uh, having looked back at the highlights and being able to mm. see those touches in more detail. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think that Dennis um, did have a, a decent game; it was okay. But in my opinion, uh, you know, maybe you shouldn't compare them. But I, I struggle to see how Dennis Sabeni is better than Oliveira. So, if you're going to slate Oliveira, saying he comes out wide, well, Dennis Sabeni went out wide. Which um, suggests maybe that the system, system, which we've said, is I mean, it, it's a thankless task for a. I do think though, I, I think Oliveira, which Oliveira had to come out wide at times, and it still frustrated me. But I think mm. he had to. I think you, I don't think you have to as much in this system because you've got two Hernandez. wide players, and Josh is now coming out wide <coughs> more because Hernandez probably is. And I tell you what, there are a few delicious crosses put into the box going into the back post that, that weren't met by you would hope your number nine that Dennis Sabreni was filling. So yeah. I, I suppose that's give him some that, time. Yeah, of course, of course. But you do think that if we were to go into next season, because it's likely that Oliveira will leave with Dennis Sabreni yeah. as our leading or our number one choice yeah. striker. We're not going to get top six. Let, let, let's see. No, but he's, well, he, okay. he could be a potentially great squad player. For me, I'm really, really fascinated and interested to see what. Let, let's see if if Weber and Steve Stone put their money where their mouth is. More Weber in terms of the youth, mm. because if you're not going to give our four, um, our attacking prospects coming through a chance, mm. you're looking at having to sign probably three strikers in the summer. Yeah. Because you're probably going to sell Nelson Oliveira on the wages that he's on. The clubs will be sniffing still, especially the promoted sides. Um, You know, is Carlton Morris going to be able to step up? For example, Um, for me, I'd love to see him in there. But but if he's not, then we're going to need to sign three strikers. I mean, I suppose the question to that then is: Would you be happy going into the next championship season with Carlton Morris as your number one choice striker? Not number one striker, no. But I would love to see Carlton Morris um, 
in and around that team. Mm. Certainly on the bench, I see absolutely no reason why why he can't be our player, perhaps with Dennis coming off the bench. There was a stark contrast between the first half and the second half, though, wasn't there? The first half was at times... It was it was refreshing. I think I turned yeah. around to you at points and, yeah. and went, "This is actually really fun to watch." Yeah, you know, it, it was it was positive. It was it was driving forwards. Murphy with some great runs. Hernandez with some great runs. It's why we go to watch the games, Jack. Exactly. The first half was the reason why, mm. and I've, I've said it before and I say it again: you don't go to football matches to watch amazing defensive displays it bores you to tears and it's risky Mm. because if you sit back and defend you're more likely to concede of course Mm. so uh, for me I'm agreeing with you entirely Jack I think that that first half was just yeah refreshing is the the right word to use and we've certainly given a lot of praise but do you think there's maybe a slight bit of criticism to give in terms of the way the second half went because Reading were there for the taking admittedly if Dennis Sobrani scores that chance at at Mm. 3-2 you, you go and kill the game off. But it did feel a little bit pessimistic because Reading defensively were woeful. They had Tyler Black mm. up front in the second half. They substituted their best player in Liam Kelly. And yet yeah. we're still on the verge of drawing that game. And let's yeah. not forget... Reading were bad, weren't they? It was an extraordinary save from Angus Gunn to mean that we went on to win that By game. The way, it could be a very different sort of What a save. Yeah, what, what a save. save. And I don't think... I think he, he made that save and we were kind of like, well, that's what Angus does. Yeah. But we're, in actual we're, fact, we're, it's we're an quite complacent so. about it as Norwich City yeah. fans. Well, we'll go on to talk about the player of the season in a minute. But I think um, you know, I think the Norwich fans have been fairly complacent because you just expect him to I make know, so. I know. It's like a meerkat in the goal, isn't it? It's incredible. <laughs> meerkat is that the wrong animal? Um, I think they probably have quite quick reactions. Meerkat. Cats have quick reactions. Yeah, maybe I was going down the cat route. Anyway, yeah. we move on. Um, but. Th- the second half was was more reminiscent of what we've seen at Carrow this season in terms of not that many chances going forwards. It it just didn't feel right. No, maybe not I'm, at maybe all. I'm being a bit greedy and wanting things too quickly yeah, because the first no, half you was are. great. Am you I? Are. Yeah, okay, you are. I'll shut up then. You are. Um, <laughs> now I know this is going to be a talking point that you want to, and I'm sure a lot of other Norwich fans want to touch on. He goes by the name of Wesley Houlihan. Mm. Um, substituted on, of course. The Messiah. Yeah. Uh, Norwich City Football Club signed shirt from 20. God bless him. That was a beautiful shirt, by the way, that black one. Yeah. I had... Um... We're sharing a pint, by the way, with my dad. On um... Actually, I'm not sure if he had a pint or not, but my dad was having a pint and he joined him to watch the uh, the rugby on, on St Paddy's Day. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, he came in the pub. Oh, that's um, nice. Um, and Ireland, of course, won. Yeah, we were laughing because... Um, well, I, I wasn't laughing because I wasn't there, obviously... Um, but apparently, everyone in the pub completely changed their whole like the way they were talking, what they were doing, how they were acting. Because Wes walks in, yeah. he has that impact. Mm. People Not don't just understand. on a football pitch. People don't. No, 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 but I, I think it actually completely tra- it translates to the football pitch, and that's the exact reason why mm. I've been saying since day dot this season, Wes has got to be in and around that squad. So I suppose this intertwines with the whole substitutions. Too late, again. It, Too late again. I could feel the anger flowing through the, the in, into the row in front of me, and I didn't even have to look at you. You were fuming. You, I said it on sixty-six minutes. Why the sixty-six? Because it just felt right. <laughs> okay. I honestly think Wes' time for for Wes to be able to build momentum mm. and pull strings, and actually, arguably, the players around him to catch up because he's mm. so intelligent. You need to put him on earlier. Mm. There's no point bringing on. There's no point bringing on Wes in the 90th minute. I st- I do still struggle to see where he fits in. I do, Jack. It's not about fitting him in, and I say this to you week to. in week out. No, it's not about fitting him in the starting eleven. It's about having him 
in and around the squad. So who do you take off then at, at 66 minutes when, when Wes time calls and your watch Argu- is beeping? Uh, uh, arguably Mario. So then who do you put in, a, in, in Mario's position? We had Reedy there, didn't we? So you'd play one central defensive midfielder. You're convinced that I'm still work. fine with it. I still think, think we've got the skill set in the squad first. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we need to learn to live with it. It's pathetic. Okay. We've got Grant Hanley. We've got... Look, <laughs> mate, we, our defence is good enough to cope with one central defensive midfielder in front. Okay. It's pessimistic, as you've highlighted, to do so. Where does Wes fit in this team? Look, it's been and done now. But all I want is for, the, for Daniel Farker and the football club not the football club because let's be honest Daniel Farker picks the team mm. I just want Daniel Farker to respect the fact that Wes Houlihan has been our best player of the last decade period mm. because don't get me wrong Holty was incredible legend but did it you know for what three four how long was he here for four, four five seasons Holty. yeah something like that okay Wes went down with us to League One you know he could have left like Lee Croft where did his career go by the way God I, bless him I, long I, live Crofty slag Crofty um no, he admits it. He made a massive mistake. He's admitted it. To I mean, me his career got his shirt in the TNC podcast studio. I mean, if that isn't something Very to dream true. of, then I'm not sure what um, is. And uh, <laughs> look, Sammy Klingon again, another one that went it down. Could have been you. One. It could have been you. He was playing for Coventry when we beat them on the final day. I remember that <coughs> very well. But look, was it two two that day? Wes came down with us, mm. and he stuck with us, and he had offers to leave, mm. and he's just kept quiet kept professional and most importantly not only has he delivered he's over delivered every season and every season the Norwich fans arguably have said you know oh where's his you know is his time gone you know Connor for example I will call him out on this Connor Southwell who wrote a blooming article on it this season mm, you oh, were where's, not his happy. Done, where's his done which is pretty much I mean he'll because he's a very polite chap he'll he'll you know argue that that wasn't what he was saying but that was what he was saying he's there to evoke opinion Chris um, Wes is a legend. Does this play into a, a bigger picture? And is there a slight power issue with this? Because Wes is obviously absolutely, absolutely. And is there anything wrong with that? Um, I think Daniel Farker. When you, I think first of all, it's very, very tough. And the one thing that we mm. probably don't appreciate is he's, he's from Germany. Yeah, he's from England. So you know, English is his second language. Mm. Even though he speaks it very, very he well, does, and he's yeah. great with the media. Um, you know, he's brought in his whole backroom team who don't have English as their Chris first language. Chris by the way, is a brilliant name. Yeah, happy days. Yeah. Um, if I was them, though, I certainly in my first season would have played off and utilised the experienced players mm. and said, come on, mate, get mm. on board. Mm. This is going to be good. I need you firing up Josh, yeah. telling him to go out wide yeah. because sometimes on the pitch I'm not going to be heard because I've got a squeaky voice, maybe. Um, love his voice, by the way. Do love Daniel Fox. <coughs> um, I just think I personally would have utilised the experienced players more this season. I think Russ should have had a, a bigger part to play than he has this season. I think well, Wes is, ob- is the obvious one. Mm. Um, the only one that I think is is absolutely done is, is Stevie Naismith. Mm. Um, but I say that, but even him being around the team wouldn't have been the end of the world. I suppose you do either play it one of two ways, don't you? You go down that route and 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 really embrace yep. the experienced players and go, look, this is a new time. Or you just go. Pfft. No, and I and I I do see where Farker. I love Wes the bits, and I think he's mm. a brilliant player. But I do also sympathise with Farker, and do understand that it's tough to fit. I absolutely it. agree, mate. But all I'm saying is, yeah. I just I'm not saying he's disrespected them either. By mm. the way, just for the record, I'm just saying that yeah. I would have u- utilised them more this season. We're going to bring back Moan and Hype of the Week.
Are we? Well, it's been a while, hasn't it? Has it has been a while. Have we dropped that? That's um, quite a good little thing, I think actually. just because we've got so much informative stuff to fill this podcast with. It's so just much didn't dribble. fit in. Okay. What's your hype of the week? Hype of the week. Okay. Hype of the week. Well, I've already praised Mario. I can't praise Mario too much. Mm. Um, I'm going to say hype of the week this week is Hernandez. Oh, nice. A little Cuban maestro. I'm really, really excited by him. I mm. think... I think everything that he gives is what we've lacked since mm. we've lost Redmond. Or um, arguably Yannick Vilschkut. Since we've lost Redmond. <laughs> um, you know, I, th- I think he's a bulldozer. I mm. think he's a beast. Um, yeah. Technically, he is from... No, he's not from the East. Um, I mean, just hold the Atlas a different way around. Yeah, absolutely fine. Um, he's our beast from yeah. the East now. Since he come... The weather has got considerably colder. Since he came. So maybe he... Since he came. I'm not going to let, you, not gonna let you get away with that. Um, that was right now, though. That was right now. Since he came. That bloody dual carriageways in the A47, boy. Um, very good player. Yeah, Just looks good. like he's hit Direct. the ground running. Mm. Direct. Exactly, mm. Jack. And that's what we haven't done this season mm. enough. Why haven't we been more direct? Maybe we haven't had Hernandez. Well, obviously we haven't. But no, we haven't. That's the reason why. Very good small player. as well. Quite like... Pacey, no small height wise, but mm. thick, good girth on him. <clears throat> um, my height, I can't week. believe you've dropped girth there, by the way. <laughs> well, it's, it's, a, it's a factually correct. Apologies to all the parents that watch this. <laughs> Why to use? Um, my hype of the week, Tim Closer, okay, using his nose to block a very venomous shot. Yeah, did you see that? Well, I'm um, you know, when what? he just stuck his face in the way, yeah, but, yeah, but actually, if I was Timmy Close, I, I'd probably I would be doing that to yeah. kind of push it the other way, yeah. Just a good shout. Yeah, and why not? By the way, Timmy Close. Complete thoughts. mentalist. No, but on, but honestly, although he scored against Ipswich, give me your thoughts, last few games, performance-wise. Uh, he's forgotten to pass. Yes. That doesn't help when you're a footballer. <laughs> <laughs> That's certainly one of the key oh, characteristics to making a good that, footballer. That, and that, for me, is what I've noticed. Yeah. When we signed him, one of his main selling points was his... He could pass He, he could the pass the ball. And now he's just completely lost it. But when you've got Grant Hanley next to you... But I think that's it. I, could you imagine this carnage if Grant <laughs> Hanley wasn't playing next to him? I, I bloody love that centre-back partnership. I don't. I love Grant Hanley. But I don't Do you not like him close? No, I like him because he's a nutter and he's cool and he's got great social media. And <laughs> But for, for me, I just think... he. He's, it's getting a bit kind of expensive luxury. I think he's. I think he's Come still on, a mate. very good defender. Come on, mate. Let's be honest. No, here. I think he is a very good defender. No, no, I think he's a good defender, but I think he's forgotten how to be a very good defender in the last four or five matches. Even against Ipswich, his passing was woeful, and his clearances as well. Mm. But I, I, I suppose passing isn't. Anyway, the proof will be in the pudding, mate. Anyway, because unfortunately, he. I highly, highly doubt the club will be able to afford to keep him. So he'll be off. Oh, I doubt that. I think I think he might stay. Do you, mate? He's one of the highest earners at the club by yeah, a million miles. I'll chip him. I'll chip him for his wages. Any Bombs. player that Canary's is willing bombed. to throw their face in front of a shot gets my respect. He gets my by respect. By the way, as well, the referee at the weekend. Yeah. Woeful. You know that challenge on Tim Close in the tenth second. Oh. Didn't even get booked for it. No, but yeah. Why? Why aren't refs it's getting a disgraceful their, challenge? Why are they not getting the cards out of the pocket quick enough? Take control of the game. Yeah. It's pathetic. Mm. I've had enough of it. No, honestly. <laughs> no, I can tell. It, seriously, no, well, you fired me up. It's true. Yeah, and the linesman as well. Oh, my God. The standard of refereeing is so poor in, in this, this country. In this league. In this country. I think the Premier League is all right sometimes. Is it? 
Yeah, sometimes. I disagree. Anyway. Moan of the week. Um, well, there you go. That was a moan. Can you have that? The referee. Well, that was yours. The ref. No, that was, I'll, I'll let you have that one. The ref. Or was that Well, mine? I don't want it because that was yours. You don't want it? What's yours then? My moan of the week is... Uh, I don't really. Yeah, I'm feeling quite oh, good. Oh, mate, you've got to have a moment. No, we're God, from feeling, North. I'm feeling quite good. I'm honestly just because we've good. suddenly beat, you know, the, the turgid Reading three yeah. doesn't mean. By the way, do you think they're going to go down? Yes, I hope they do. <laughs> no, I hope they do. I hope they do because <laughs> I don't for want you. That's strong. I don't want Barnsley to go down. I really like Barnsley as a club, and Reading. As, they're a bit soulless. They're a bit MK Donzy. Have you had too much Chris Reeve juice today? I think you've put a bit of... Oh, Jesus. I think, <laughs> I think you've put a bit of, bit of something in this. Um, no, I just... You're not feeling I'm it. I'm not going to miss them, put it that way. No, neither am I. And they were bad at the weekend. They're a club where, you know, if they went into administration, you just wouldn't care. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Did I just take it a wee bit too far? My moan of the week's Reading. By the way, hilarious. How many fans did they bring? Yeah, it was poor, wasn't it? And there was like two people singing from their end. And they're in a relegation fight. You would think they'd be up for it. Just by the way, it's close. But uh, no, no. I'm, I'm trying that... to be. I'm trying to be polite about Reading Football Club, but at the same time, I'm really struggling. Yeah. Because that is like one of the closest away days for them, and yeah. they literally bought about two fans. I think. I think that is our closest. I know, of course. If QPR? excluding Ipswich, QPR is it? Q... It's either QPR or Reading. QPR, but which I'm going to. You're mm. not. Anyway, yes. um, yeah. so we, I've not got a moan or a fuse. Mine's Reading. Okay. Okay, I did also want to introduce a new section to the podcast that might only last a week because I'm sure I'll forget to add it in next week. Story of the week. Now, this is a story that comes okay. from elsewhere in the country but has links to Norwich. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, this story is a beautiful one. Oh, I like one. this, This Jack. really is. Now, yeah, tell me about this. Oh, um, no, I've just read it. Have you seen it? Oh, God. Oh. What? No, it's a good story. As soon as I saw GY. <laughs> so, Luke Hannon, born in the lovely coastal town of Great Yarmouth. Um, still, I think, one of the finest coastal towns in England. Um, by the way, Holcombe Beach, right, the best beach in North, uh, in, in Britain. Where's Holcombe? North Norfolk. Is it in Great Yarmouth? It's near. Same county. No, it is. Um, <laughs> so, Luke Hannon, you know born about, in Great Yarmouth. Do you want to know a fact about Luke Hannon? Before you even start. No. Do I? Yeah. Go on then. So Luke Hannon went out with um, a very, very good friend of mine. Oh, really? High school. Yeah. Nice. No one cares. No. Literally no one cares um, about the story. Went day. through the Norwich... No, I think they do. I think they do. Went through the Norwich City Academy right. and was released when Glenn Rode was manager of Norwich City. Well, that's not... How many other people have gone through the Norwich City Academy? Uh, uh, but... So he pretty much gives up football. Yeah. No, goes I, to... He um, didn't give up football. Well, pretty much. Went to... <laughs> Don't let the facts get in the way of a good story here, Chris. Went to uh, uni up north, got scouted for Gateshead. Decent standard, you think? He's probably hit the peak now. Gateshead's manager goes to Port Vale. Port Vale signed Luke Hannon. He scores his first goal for League Two Port Vale against Stevenage Town to get Stevenage manager sacked, Darren Saal. Who's Darren Saal's assistant manager? Glenn Roder. Wow! Got oh no! To be fair, now, that is a good story. I, uh, you, yeah, no, bro, clap it up! No, you, no, no clap it up. <laughs> well, credit where credit's yeah. due. That was, you know, what you did there. Yeah, it was, it was a real cool story draft moment. Yeah, and it got worse and mm. worse and worse, and then all of a sudden, yeah. boom! No, I know. 
You didn't expect no, that, did no, you? Credit where credit's due. So he's I gone full that circle. Was a story, but that was really cool. Yeah, and I tell you what, I really like that. If you see the pictures, I doubt many of you were watching Port Vale at the weekend, but you no could hardly was. see the pitch through snow. They were yeah. playing with a white ball, which didn't help. Port Vale playing white, which certainly doesn't help. Yeah. You pretty much couldn't see anything. Yeah. And it was a stunning strike with the left foot into was the top it? corner. Great. So Luke Hannon, well done for getting Glenn Rhoda sacked. Yeah, well done. Player of the season. The Falcon Cranes player of the season. <laughs> so, hang on. Jack, That's no, how they advertise no, it. I know no. it's the Barry Butler trophy. No, Jack, you've got But be, they no. advertised it as the Falcon tra- <laughs> Cranes player of the season. Well, you've got to be careful, Jack. Do you um, know why? Because um, yeah. I now might go and buy a crane. <laughs> well, no, it's honestly, true. No, 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 it's true. No, seriously. I mean, you think about all the Norwich fans that are now going to buy a crane. Mm. I'm really worried about the fact that you've just said that. And if you go above, I think it's a three-foot platform in a workplace, you need to fill in a health and safety. You know, you've got to be careful with cranes. And these sponsorship deals are getting out of hand now, aren't they? (laughs) They Really are. No, they are, I agree. Shocking. But cranes are a useful tool. We're not talking about cranes. Um, Player of the season. Yeah. Player Um, of the season. Hit me. Go. Grant Hanley. He got my vote. Did he? Yeah. Okay, what what I've gone for is... I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for Angus Gunn. Okay. Number one, don't care saying it. He's my buddy. Uh, number two, I think Madison is obviously gonna get it, mm. and he deserves it. By the way, just just to put it out there, yeah. he absolutely deserves it. He will win it. But I'm gonna vote for Angus because I think he deserves to be second place. Okay. Um, and oh, interesting. Okay. And I would be dis- I'd be extremely disappointed for Angus not to get second place. Mm. Let's not forget that without Angus, we'd arguably be in even more trouble mm. the defence I mean we, it, he's kept us alive in so many games let's not forget that the, the string of games away games against yep. the top teams oh that save against Bristol incredible saves sometimes still. in the last minute yeah. you know uh, just the way he's carried himself the way he feels like he's almost just because he is from Norwich of course mm. But it doesn't feel like a lone sign. He's given everything to it. He's panted the badge. He's signed the autographs. He's had the pictures. Those things are expected of a footballer, but his attitude has been perfect from day dot. Mm. But I think at the moment he's fifth or sixth in the league in terms of clean sheets out of all of the goalkeepers. So that to me says if our forward line had been better this season, we would have been in the playoffs. Well, so Angus done all, he's done all that he can. Mm. And for me, he's going to get my vote because I hope he goes second. Do you think there's any other sort of left field um, players you could throw in there maybe a Christoph Zimmerman even perhaps perhaps I think uh, you've got I think so let, let's do the order now because you, you know how it's going to be it's going to be Madison mm. 1 million cents going to win it and deserves to win it Carlo Nash Carlo Nash second <laughs> place <laughs> I really really <coughs> hope Angus comes second Yeah, but he might not I don't know who would be who would be second above Angus by the way Hanley maybe but I think, it would, came in. I think it would be Angus. I hope it's going to be Angus. Okay, so it's going to be Angus. I think for third place, you're looking at Hanley, aren't you? Or a Zimmerman. Or Tribal. Or a Tribal. No, I think Tribal's got a really decent shot. But I, I think because the voting has come out at a time when Tribal isn't playing, maybe people have forgotten about him a little bit. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Hopefully Norwich fans have got their heads screwed on. Um, yeah, so hopefully... Madison. Yeah. By the way, that do you reckon he's had to buy a bigger house just for his individual achievements this season quite possibly he's literally won everything I can imagine he has his own kind of um, shrine like we do mm. here anyway Twitter questions let's do it um, go on so we tweeted out and said give us some questions and you, yeah. oh by the way great tweet the, the Gary Doherty 
um, against Polton Rovers. I just love Doc. He, he, he can't, I can't help but tweet things like that when it's about Doherty. Mm. Elliot Waterfield jumping in on the Madison, uh, on the player of the season yep. uh, conversation. He said, is there any point even holding the player of the season vote? Surely <laughs> it's going to be Madison, Gunn, Hanley. <laughs> I, that actually does remind I mean, me about the Colin Nash thing under Hewton. Elliot, I think you're forgetting about the Falcon Cranes. We need to advertise these. They've yeah, clearly paid yeah, top true. dollar for this. So uh, We might all end up buying Cranes, which is really bad. <laughs> Indeed. Who do you think will go down in the championships as Rory Ives? Well, first of all, Sunderland. They're in a sorry the, state. A sorry, way. sorry state. I saw... And um, I was a Sunderland fan. Be, by the way, they, they still... I feel like they've only won one game at home in like the last, what, two seasons? Something like that. I saw, I, I saw a, a, um, a, a fan report on, on a website called the Roker Report, which is really good. And they described um, John O'Shea as a lame racehorse that needs to retire. Wow. Yeah, and he got a 0 out of 10 rating. I think they described Lee Catamole they gave him a 1 out of 10. Lee Camel's like their Lionheart, though, isn't he? He's apparently he's terrible now. He, he still tucks his shirt in, doesn't he? He pulls <laughs> it up. So, yeah. yeah, it looks like a right clown. He's very small as um, well. I feel... Okay, what I will say is, I do feel sorry for Sunderland now, because going down to yeah, one hurts, like, by the way. And they're in a... It really does. They're not in a good but way. But what I will say is, my God, they hung around in the Premier League for mm. too long. Yeah, they, they were so they were yeah. so lucky to yeah. stay in that in that league, and you know. I, but what I will say is, for a big club like Sunderland, it's an absolute embarrassment. Mm. And I feel really, really sorry for those Sunderland fans going down to League One now. And you're well, they're not down a, yet. You're but it looks like they will. Jack, they're down. Okay, they're absolutely done. So that's. Um, I don't think Reading will go down. You do know, not. As much as we want them they to. look t- really dodgy. They're so bad. Let's have a quick look at the table and remind ourselves who is down at the. But they've got Yap Stam as gaffer, and I just. Don't I don't think... think he'll be there. For... He didn't do the interview after the game, and they were booing him, weren't they? It was very Ipswich esque. You don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Same, same, yeah. Let's have a look at the. Let's have a look at the table. You can't abuse Ipswich, Jack. Why? That's against the rules. Oh, is, That's yeah. really unfair. Okay, so the bottom it. three is currently Sunderland. They're currently five points adrift. Burton down. Who are three points adrift. Oh, by the way, as much as people love Burton, tin pot down. <laughs> down. And I hope they go down as well. Then it's Birmingham. Birmingham, are... Birmingham. Birmingham, Birmingham. I don't want to lose them. By the way, Birmingham are doing Birmingham things right now. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, they won at the weekend though. The Monk effect. Yeah, indeed. Birmingham and Birmingham. They're doing what Birmingham do best. Then it's Barnsley, who I don't want to see go, because I do like Barnsley away. I think you'll see Barnsley. What go? I think you'll see Sunderland, Burton, and Barnsley. By the way, in the last two seasons, we've only beaten Burton once. Yeah, and that's why I want them to go down because we can't beat them. Mm. So Sunderland are down, Burton are down. I think Reading. We want Reading to go down. I think Red. No, I do honestly think Reading. I didn't realise you had such a burning hatred. No, for I Reading, don't. I just way. think you I do. think Barnsley and Burnley. No, you I do. don't. I don't. I don't. You hate Reading like I hate Leeds. Ethan Jones. Um, Hello, Ethan. If you had to pick out of James Madison or Cara Rhodes sausage rolls, which one would you have? Have the sausage rolls are good. What? What am I? I mean, what, well, you, you, essentially, you, you're losing one. What one would you prefer to lose? Absolutely, the sausage roll. They are good though, and, and James Madison Messiah. Mm. I suppose. I suppose the argument is you can get good sausage rolls elsewhere. 
Morrison's are on the doorstep. I think if you They've keep Madison, I think if you keep Madison, Madison buys you a sausage roll anyway. Okay, move on. Next question. Okay, um, Bristol Rovers poll. By the way, once again, love them. Uh, how are Bristol Rovers getting on this season? By the way, I don't know. Let Who us cares? know in the comment section below. Who's going down from the Premier League? By the way, loving the podcasts. Cheers. Oh, that's nice. West Brom are down. That's yeah. a great away day, West Brom. Looking yeah, forward to that next yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love a West Brom away, yeah. don't we? Always win at West we Brom We love as West well. Brom. We always Fun win Fun fact for you, West Brom has been the ground that I've been to most. Same. Ipswich. Same. Oh, really? Yeah, I've been. Interesting. And Villa. Villa joined with West Brom I've as well. I've been to the Hawthorns five times and I've never seen us lose there. Jens Berthalaskou. Mm. That's all I'm saying. Um, um, Premier League. <coughs> I don't really... The one thing West Brom, Stoke. Stoke? Yeah. Lambert? No. Yeah. Stoke and West Ham. You think Stoke have left it too late? West Ham, mate, no. That would be so bad if they go down. But even if... Honestly, could you imagine the scenes? I don't want them to go down purely for the safety of the families. The safety of London. The safety of (laughs) London, yeah. But the safety of the families that are going to the... It's going. Pretty bad. Mate, that's not even banter. I'm being serious. Like it's getting to the point now where I'm looking at it. I'm going. I hope West Ham survive, just because it's just. But maybe West Ham fans will actually be thinking, well, we want rid of the ownership, so maybe that'll be the only way that they sell up. Possibly. Maybe. I don't know. But it is sad, isn't it? There's so many clubs being run poorly, and I suppose it shows how lucky we are to have a great shout. Yeah, brilliant shout. But I think the interesting thing with the. The three coming down from the Premier League, it's very likely to be three well-established Premier League teams. West yeah. Brom being there for a decade. Yeah. Same with Stoke. Um, <coughs> whether it be Southampton mm. or West Ham. Oh, Southampton! No, they're going. Southampton they're going back, down. Back down to Championship. It's unbelievable! They were yeah. knocking on the Champions League doors a few years ago, and through the back door as well. Um, <laughs> Peter Hunter. Can we just talk about how good Hernandez has been? Yeah. Not sure he's yeah. got a lot of credit. Well, we have given him just a, a ton of credit there, haven't we? Yeah. We love him. We love him. He's a beast. Um, Peter yeah. Hunter as well. I saw a tweet from him. We love Peter. Um, I tweeted at the weekend, it's cold. It's, it's a mid-table yeah. clash. What do we have to play for? Yeah. And he said, well, don't you care about finishing above Ipswich? And oh, I, kind of, I just kind of oh, sat there and thought, I'm so no, with I him. don't. I'm so with him. No, no, no. I don't I'm really s- care. I, well, I'm opposite. Peter, I'm with you. I care. Oh, God, I can't say that. You all know what I what I want to say now, but I can't say it just, because it, it, just in case it gets clipped up by an Ipswich fan. But all I'm saying is I'm with Peter on that. Okay. Slight. No, I, I'm... Yeah. Tom Brown, do you think Remy Matthews will be given a chance at Norwich City next season? Yeah. Or can we, Plymouth Argyle, have him back at home park? He's been doing a brilliant job so far. No, you can bugger off Plymouth Argyle. We'll have him. Because he's ours next season. Do you know where he's born? <laughs> I'm just saying. Gee, I, some brilliant yeah, footballers coming If I on. did this for Norwich, it would be boring. Yeah, but it's, it, that's because Norwich already has a good reputation. Yarm gets such an unfair rep. It, no, it does. Jack. It does. You don't even live in Yarmouth. That's the hilarious I thing. Do. No, you don't. What do you mean I don't live in well, Yarmouth? you kind of live in like the nice... like. It's kind of Is like, it Yarmouth? Yeah, it's Yarmouth. Exactly. D-Jam, James, is there any player in League 1 or 2 who's caught your eye this year? Ben Godfrey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jack Marriott at Peterborough, 24 goals this season. Is Remy Matthews in League 1? Yeah. Remy Matthews. Jack Marriott, by the way, great hair, 24 goals this season for Peterborough, taking Steve Evans' men into playoff glory. 
Cool. Um, also, a non-footballing question. Favourite film and also song? Fa- have we had this before? Yeah, we have. I don't really watch that many films. Okay, you go for your film. I really... I, I tell you what, I've watched all the James Bonds. I used to love James Bond on VHS when I was I a love kid. a Bond. I love a yeah. Bond as well. What's your favourite Bond? Um, that, we, we'll change the question. Mine's... Um, Casino Royale for me. Oh, really? Quite a, quite a new one. Yeah, I love Casino Royale. I really Purely like Goldfinger. It, it reminds me of me in the casino. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure I love you, Goldfinger. I'm sure you do love a Goldfinger. Yeah. Uh, Tom Cash. Oh, <laughs> Cashy. Cashy he boy. He's a good Favourite movie, by the way, just for the record, Gladiator. Love it. Oh, yeah, you've said that before, haven't you? I quite like Social Network. That's a good film. You'd probably enjoy that. Have you seen yeah. that? The making of Facebook? Yeah. Apparently not that factually correct, but who cares? What happens next year if we don't progress any further than mid-table? Do you turn on Farker for poor management or do you turn on Delia for the lack of investment and say Farker did his best with average players? Well, Tom Cash once again coming back with a storming question. As oh, always. And his bio is, Jack Reeve will probably read this because he loves bios. <laughs> Cash and boy. As if he's actually just put that. He's a good old boy. I've got so much time for Cashy. You know what? In his prom suit. I'll follow him. Oh! There you go, Cashy. Boom. My man. My man. Um, this is what happens when you tweet questions in. Yeah. The Jack Reed TNC follows you on Twitter. Um, what's the question? What happens next year if we don't progress any further? At this point next season, we're 14th this, place. Uh, yeah, at this what point next season, I'm, I'm, I'm saying we need to change the head coach. If we're in really? this point, if we're at this point next season mm. and we haven't progressed as a football club, yeah, I do think it is the right time. I do. Because he's had a whole summer to settle in. Mm. He's had a whole summer of transfers. He's been able to get rid of the players that he doesn't want to get rid of. He's been able to get rid of the high-ends at the football club. He's been able to have more time to influence more players to come that's in his style and his system. Um, look, by the way, I'm not anti-Farker. No. I really wanted to work for him. I love the man. I think he's just, I think he's class. Mm. And he's, um, I, I love him. Mm. I do love him. Um, so yeah, but that that for me is when I would be ringing alarm bells. When does the, when does the Delia argument come in? I think the only time that the Delia argument could ever come in for me is if we were, say, on the verge of relegation from the Championship. Because at the moment, we are st- we are technically still in that transitional loop bucket, whatever you want to call it. And until we're out of that, I find it hard to justify an argument for wanting Delia out. And again, to compliment the Canaries bond, Weber is doing something about it. Okay. Let's let's forget about mo- Delia isn't going. And Delia, as you've just said, about the ownership of some football clubs, let's be thankful for how good we've got it. Mm. Andy, how long do we give Big D? Oh, God, so many innuendos there, isn't there? Um, I think it's a toughie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Very much so. Uh, oh, God. Um, I mean, it is a hard one, isn't it? Oh, Jesus, Jack, it's too, it's too late for this. I think we give. I him mean, a... should we get behind him? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh God, he is standing out a little bit at the moment, isn't he? I mean, <laughs> 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 I 
I mean, you've this, got to take yeah, the good with the bad, haven't this, you? This is a podcast. Yeah, come on. Um, <laughs> Big D, I think we give him until halfway through next season to show something. I think we, we let him play for the rest of this season as a lone striker. Um because I think Nelson will be gone in the summer, so let's let's see what he does. If he's any good, we'll keep. We'll, you know, we might he might score goals next season. If he's not any good, he's a good third choice striker. Yeah, I think I I just think for for banter purposes, just give him. He's very young, the by the way, isn't he? Just to put it out there. Yeah, was he like twenty three? He's young, he so he looks a bit like Madison. He looks like an older Madison. We yeah, we say does. this every every single podcast. Yeah, we do. Smibo. Why is Christoph Zimmerman being overlooked for player of the season? He's a tank and a trooper. Agreed. Christoph Zimmerman has been brilliant this season. Mm. When he's been in, the, in that side, it's looked stronger. For me, the best centre-back pairing would be Hanley and Zimmerman. Let's not forget the meteoric rise he's seen as well from last season. The what, sorry? Meteoric. Lots. Big. Oh, right. Big rise. Much nice like word. Big D. Um, Tommy Sadler, looking to the future. As Tommy does best. Like that little headline. If we if we get promoted next season, wow, he really is looking to the future. If, if we're to get promoted next season, <laughs> how far into the future? Who is that? from our current squad do you think we'll still have? Also, I thought Dennis Sabrani was good against Reading on a lot in the air and did some great flicks and touches, which has been lacking from Nelson. I just I'm just going to agree with that question. It's a good question. <laughs> I can't actually remember what he said. Oh, what players would be good enough for the Premier League? Angus, Madison. But not, neither of them are going to be here. No. Um, Hanley. Hanley is good enough for the Premier League. Play him on his own. We all dream of a team of Grant Hanleys. A team of Grant Chris. Hanleys. It's that time of the week. It's that time of the week. As our clap come around the TNC studio. Also getting a bit of tinnitus in this era as well. Yeah, it's ringing. Um, after a cold, after the cold of Saturday's game, which three players, present or past, would you want to be stranded on a desert island with? Also, are there any ex-players? What an incredible question! Banned from getting on the island. That what an incredible. Oh, is that the same? Oh, by the way, no, 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 no. Have you seen his content this week, William Ott's content? Yeah, oh, it's been absolutely yeah. on point. There's been videos. Have you seen his wife's car? I mean, have you just seen it? He's clearly de- he's repping the Range Rover Revoke. I think he needs to probably be the main sponsor on TNC next season. I mean, I, I would happily, as well as ride on Willamot's lawnmower, go for a ride in his wife's car. I really would. Be careful. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and it's good to see that his um, assistant, assistant Chris, um, oh, it was his man. first time on the roller. And oh, he's getting this, is, this is what I saw. I've got so much interest in this. I mean, the way that he's rolling that seven millimeter. Um, oh, this is a seven millimeter cut. That, that's a seven millimeter cut there, quite clearly. Yeah. Um, doing so well. I, I love the game there. And of course, the daily life of contract groundsman, rain <laughs> or sun, weeds will always outgrow grass. What three players would you take to a desert island? Um, for me. Dion Dublin is my favourite Norwich player ever, and I think he's funny, and he'd be able to play the dupe. Uh, so and find you an affordable home. He'd be able to f- find me an affordable home. Um, and I think just generally he's a very positive, upbeat guy. And I think that the dupe, he would, by the way. He would... I love the dupe. Yeah, I love the dupe. I thought you were about to disrespect oh, me then. goodness gracious, no. Um, he's the kind of guy where if you know, you're know you under attack by an animal he'd put himself in front of it like you know he is just an absolute what, what legend what would he put in front of it <laughs> <laughs> oh god 
Oh God. <laughs> oh Lordy. Um, anyway, of course, it's Hammer from Homes Under the Hammer. Um, another pl- another guy I'd have on the on the desert island with me is um, Big G. Yeah, yeah, he's going, isn't he? I mean, he's on the plane. Gunny is so there. Um, Brian Gunn, by the way, not Angus. He's not. He's not on the island. Um, just because he is Legend. in my top three nicest guys in the world. No, really, in the whole world. Wow. Ge- honestly, genuine. Who seriously, else is in it? Um, or can that not be, be Mystic, disclosed? Mystic, Mystic Manson, Manson, yeah, and you. And me? Yeah, I'd say you. Really? Yeah. Who's yeah. at the top? Mm. <laughs> Don't know. Can't decide as yet. Okay. I'll give you a week to think about that one. Thank you. Um, last player. Uh, I'm just, I'll say a present one. Okay. I think um, a really handy person to have is um, Zimman. I think he'd do all the work. Right. Absolutely all of it. Mm. Um, to the point where you would literally just be it'd be me, Big G, and Big D. Wow, the original Big G. Wow, <laughs> the original Big D. Quite literally, um, <laughs> in every sense of the phrase. Um, God, is that is that allowed to be said, Jack? <laughs> what? Anyway, so I'm what are beach. you inferring? I'm on the beach with Big G and Big D, the original Big D, and we're having some cocktails. And um, Zimmerman is making the fire, doing you know catching the fish. Who will I ban from the island? Yeah. <laughs> Kyle Lafferty. Oh, why? Yeah, just he would just be the kind of guy that would just piss on the fire quite, <laughs> quite literally. He'd be the kind of guy that instead of writing SOS for the, for, for the boat to come and save it, he'd just, he'd just draw a, a giant penis <laughs> in the sand. Wouldn't he? He would, wouldn't he? He'd admit he would do that. Yeah. Go on, who's your picks? Um, right, my picks. Um, number one, Mark Tierney. Mainly because now he's retired, I feel you like... You need to get over Mark Tierney. Why? What did he do for this football club, apart from do cartwheels and wave a flag? Well, he'd done cartwheels when the floodlights went out. And he, wo- and he waved I mean, if flag. that doesn't warrant a Nobel Peace Prize, I'm not sure what does. Why do you love him so much? Because he was one of our best left-backs. In oh, Jack, please stop this. <laughs> Is it like a piss-takey, I love him? Like, for example, sort Gary Doherty. Yeah, sort of. Like, Gary, like, yeah. Like... I, li- I liked him, though. and I, f- I think this was... I'd lo- I tell you what, I'd love to get him on the podcast. Well, I wouldn't. After I've just said that, it'd kill me. Well, yeah, maybe it's just maybe it should just be me. Didn't him. he have a fight with Steve Morrison over something? I think that's more of a rumor. Anyway, uh, so anyway. Tierney's there. Who else is coming? Wes is coming. Is he? Yeah. But you don't like Wes Hulan. I love Wes Hulan. You said that. You, well, you, no, hang on. No, hang actually, hang on. Wes isn't coming. Hang on. So you struggled to fit him in the Norwich team, but you can't. But you'd fit him on on your I'd, desert I'd island. I'd fit him on a desert island. Yeah. Uh, so Tierney's coming. He's a really bad shout. Tim, so Tim Close is coming. What? 100%. That man has everything. He's got an, a wonky nose. He's very funny. Um, he could document it all on Instagram stories. True, true, I think that's, true. That'll be nice that's to look back on. Be your head of content, so... No, I'll let him be head of content. Okay. Um, I'll be his assistant. Okay. Um, and I think he's just a really nice guy. Who are you banning? Who are you not taking? Well, I haven't picked my third choice yet. You've just said Wes... Remy Matthews is coming. No, Wes isn't coming. Oh, okay. Mark Tierney, Tim Close and Remy Matthews. Don't say because he's from Grey Yard. Well, yeah, he knows how to to live in a a, a, a a hostile environment. (laughs) (laughs) He knows how to live in a hostile I was trying to put it politely. Um, Who am I banning? I don't really know. Go on, there's got to be not one... Or what about a manager, Norwich manager? Former Norwich manager. player. Or a dodgy player. Um, Michael Theoclitos. 
No. He would let the fish slip through the <laughs> slip net, wouldn't he? Hands, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll ban him. Bit harsh, but you know. Not a, not a bit harsh. Friend, he had to change his name. He was so bad. Well, I'm not. Do you realise? <laughs> right. By the way, I'm not fact, sure if he dropped the fish. No. But... Fun fact. Michael Theoclitos now goes by the name of Michael. Theo what? <laughs> he now goes by the name of Michael Theo because of the fact that. Well, it's not because of the fact of that. But he's, Michael Theo. He's now not called Michael Theoclitos. He's changed his name because because wow. I think he was so scarred by that game. But if you search it now. It just won't come up with anything, you know. It will just come up with Norwich, but not his. Uh... So basically, all the people in Australia still still think he's a legend because he's Michael Theo. Wow, that was just complete fluff. Um, Hit me. I think that's it. I think we're out. Posters left to sell. Yeah, we've got a few posters. <laughs> I was going to put that in at the end. Uh, the thanks Ipswich, very much for watching. Ipswich fans love the posters. I tell you what, that was the best piece of free advertising I've ever had. Yeah, cheers. They've done us a big favour there. Uh, thank you very much for watching. If you haven't already, subscribe on iTunes. Like any, the video. Any last words? Because we've now got two weeks of that Norwich game. I'll say what I always say. You ready for it? What do you always say? James Madison believed the hype. Mm, I think people are believing the hype. Is he still better than Jack Wilshire? <laughs> Thanks for watching. And see you later. Bye-bye.